All right, it's the October 2nd edition, episode number nine of Three Songs Podcast. I'm Mike Hogan, and from Iowa, Mr. Bob Nastanovich. Welcome, Bob. Glad to be here on this beautiful night in Des Moines. Yeah. Sitting on your back porch, I can hear the crickets. Yeah, I had a busy night. I saw a really cool band called Good Morning Midnight from Iowa City. Nice. Uh, one of my best friends, Jordan, plays drums. He did a whale of a job, Jordan Brown. And uh, then I went and saw the uh, movie Battle of the Sexes about the famous tennis match between Billie Jean King and Bobby Riggs. Yep. And it's good. One critic made an outstanding point. He said, I'd rather be watching a documentary about the match. And um, obviously, you're not old enough to have watched that match. I was six. And yeah. I remember, like, my parents were having a party with their, like, tennis friends. And I remember watching it and, like, um, you know, trying to figure out what was going on. It might have propelled me to play tennis. I was a tennis player as a teenager. Aren't you fancy? Your parents had tennis friends, huh? Yeah, they did. Yeah, my parents were both um, really good tennis players. Nice. Really good, really good doubles team. Nice. Nice. Well, maybe maybe on a future episode you can do a, a movie review. But it was uh, a very Tennessee era, you know, the seventies. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I, you know, my my sister was a big tennis fan, so I you know I I was born in seventy one, but mid seventies. I still am 70s. a tennis fan. Yeah, I you know tennis has really come back. I think the Fed, Nadal, Djokovic. You know, it's we're 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 in Williams some glory sisters, days. Yeah. man. Yeah, for sure. I mean, for sure. It's great stuff. Great stuff. What? Go to your local tennis tournament if you can afford it. Yep. And I, you know, I live yeah. in Forest Hills, home of, you know, the Forest oh, Hills yeah. Tennis Center and oh, yeah. used to be the US Open until they moved to Flushing, Arthur Ashe, but uh yeah, I walk by every day. I walk by the little mural of Althea Gibson and John McEnroe. Cool stuff. And of course, Arthur Ashe is from from my adopted hometown of Richmond, Virginia. There you go. It all comes legend, a maximum legend in Richmond. Full circle, Bobby. Full circle. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right. This this show has nothing to do with tennis. Nothing to do with tennis. Nothting to do with music or some music movies. It's all to do with music. Uh, We each brought three songs. They're songs, in some ways, you know, it's all about discovery. Some of the songs are songs that we know. Obviously, my three songs I know. Your three songs you know, but. You may know mine. I may know yours. You know yours. two. Like everybody yeah. will know one of mine for sure. Yeah. Most people have known two of mine for sure. Yeah. But you know, I mean, some that's of my just songs. Like, you know, that's the way it goes. Like that's right. Know. That's right. And it's it, the other nice thing. The thing I like about this show, and, and I'm going to start out off with with an artist who released a song, and I think everybody knows one of her songs. They just don't know her version of it. Um, And one of the things I like about this is it's not like an algorithm serving up, here's what you need to know about this artist or this genre or whatever. It's you picking a song you like, me picking a song I like, and then talking about it. So uh, the first one I'm going to do is is by Irma Thomas. She's a jazz, not jazz, R&B soul singer from... Uh, New Orleans, and this was recorded in 1964, um, actually the same year that her um, her best-known song was recorded as well. Uh, her best-known song was, was not necessarily her version, it was a cover made famous by um, a British band, and it was written by um, 
actually, I'm not sure who wrote the song she did um, that that was you know recorded as a cover. The song I'm going to do uh, was written by Jackie DeShannon, who was one of the first female singer songwriters. First female songwriters wrote um, "What the World Needs Now," wrote Betty Davis Eyes, wrote a bunch of uh, you know good songs. But uh, but um, let's play just to. That was uh, the Betty Davis Eyes. Um, was that first recorded by Kim Carnes? Right? That was yeah yeah yeah. Love that song. Yeah, that's a fun. Sn- Snip at that for us. No, I, I don't. I don't yeah, have that. Good. I don't have that handy. But I'm gonna. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna play you a snippet of Irma Thomas's version. Her original You're introducing recording. Introducing us to the snippet era. This snippet. Is the introduction of the yeah, snippet era. You know, and I realized it with uh, the Robert Wilkins song. I should have played a snippet of his version of Prodigal Son so that people that are familiar with the Stones version of it knew what Robert's song sounded like. Even though that wasn't the. T- I didn't want to play the 10 minute long version, I wanted to play a different one off that album could have given context. And so that's what I'm doing here. And uh, so I'm going to play a little bit from Irma Thomas, you know, first 30 seconds or so from a song she recorded in 1964. Big, big fan. Mr. Ghost loves this song. I think you'll know it, even though you don't, you say you don't know Irma. I think you'll know this song. Um, I hope so. Irma, 1964. Let's listen. You know this one, right, Bob? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Yes, she was a belter. You know, so anyway, that's Irma. And that's what most people, if they know Irma at all, they know her from originally recording that song. Do you play uh, more of that snippet? I was just grooving, man. I was getting into it. Yeah, well, geez. Dang. Okay. Hey, here we go. We'll keep going. <laughs> yeah, I mean, seriously, if you don't know Irma, check out more of her stuff. Yeah, so I'll listen to the whole thing after Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's about discovery, and if, if, if that made you want to check out more of Irma, and I know Mr. Ghost is a big Irma fan. Hopefully, He's way out in the yard, you can hear him pretty well. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, we can hear Ghosty. Um, son of a gun, he, he's all bark, no bite, you know. So, uh, so yeah, so I'm going to play um, a song from the same year. Breakaway is the name of the song. Uh, it's a little bit more upbeat. Um, it's a fun one. Just, you know, Ir- Irma Thomas, like when I hear her stuff, I just smile. Um, really, really good stuff. Uh, and I guess I don't really have much more to say. Let's let's play it. Uh, Breakaway Beautiful. by, by Irma Beautiful. Thomas from 1964. Psyched. I made my reservation. I'm 
So, Bob. Man, when... you always get them dancing in the streets <laughs> right off the bat on our show. <laughs> I was just going to say, the next time you play one of your DJ shows, be sure and bust that one out. That'll get them dancing. Yeah. Out. You know what that's, I love? Uh, there's so many things I love about advice, that song. Very good advice. But I love the hand claps. I love a song with hand claps. Well, Such... me too. Like, I'm a huge Shirley Ellis fan. Yeah. I know. You want to play? Uh, you're going to play some Shirley Ellis on a future show. I know that. Yeah, but I mean, I imagine Urban Thomas is probably an influence on Shirley Ellis, you know. Like, yeah. you always go to the start. Which <laughs> <laughs> is brilliant. Whether know, I like. mean to or not. But I'm going to go to the start of indie rock with my first song. Yeah. In a lot of ways, because I'm going to play a song uh, by the great band Sebado, a band that has made at least 25 great songs. A band that, like, if, if there ever is a real Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, should definitely be in it, in my opinion, okay, which is a humble one. Yeah, I would and, agree. And um, this is the first song off of their legendary 1991 album, Sebado 3. And uh, it's the first full-length album with Jason Lowenstein, who's like, uh, really, to be honest with you, like my favorite person in rock and roll, like, yeah. uh, without any doubt, like, uh, but if, if I had to like tell, like talk about one person who, you know, I've spent some time with in my life. I lived with him for a year. We hardly ever cross paths anymore. He's busy. I'm busy. Um, one thing I noticed recently, like I was like messaging him, like, which I do like once every three months that like we have an astounding amount of, of like mutual friends on Facebook, yeah. which is, I kind of felt good, but like way more than anybody that I'm friends with on Facebook. And, um, he's a fellow diabetic. We both got diagnosed around the same time. We've talked about that a little bit and, um, amongst, amongst ourselves. And, uh, but, uh, and he's still, he's still doing great solo stuff. Sebado's still doing great stuff. But he joined the band in '89, and uh, for the single "Give Me Indie Rock," yeah, classic. Which, which to me, like, sort of kicked off like indie rock, right? Like, right. And, it gave uh, it a indie name, a, you know. Indie rock's like a genre, a music that is obviously very important part of like my musical experience for in a lot of ways. And uh, this is one of one of my 25 favorite Sebado songs. The first song on Sebado Three released on home in, on the great Homestead Records in 1991 it's called the freed pig and let's go ahead and spinner all right let's do it attention to you It's sad but it's not your fault Self-righteous and rude I guess I lost that cool Tapping till I drive you insane I'm self-righteous but never right So laid back but so uptight Destroying your patience to tolerate me And all the 
possessed to bring you down Watching your every move Playing a little boy game Always with something to prove Waiting to cut you down Making it hard to live With only one thing to do and Cut me first, make it easy Now you will be free Now that nothing depends on me Tapping till I drive you insane Now you will be free With no sick people tugging on your sleeve Your big head has that more room to grow Glory I will never know Glory I will never know So to me, like, uh, you there, Mikey? I am. Such a catchy song. Yeah, like, uh, Lou Barlow is such a great lyricist. Yeah. And, like, he, he doesn't get <laughs> so, enough credit for it. So you know, biting. Like, Those lyrics are so biting. I know, biting. he's the biter. Yeah. And, like, it's like, it's like uh, talk about a, a revenge song. Oh, no, yeah. I oh, know, yeah. Lou's, like, uh... He's, like, burning I'm bridges go, left I'm, and right. I'm not going to go into Lou, but, like, what a wonderful lyricist like yeah. just like you know he he i don't know i mean like fantastic you know like and uh anyway lou barlow sebado eric afney of course was in the band then right i had the pleasure of playing some shows with those guys Woo! yeah well you know and like i, I haven't had the chance to see them like in in this millennium like yeah that's you know the way the way life the way is life you know is, like yeah. but uh i imagine like you know if if, again, if they're in your neighborhood, <laughs> right? Well, I'll say it still kills. I'll now. say two things. So it's it's amazing to me how biting that song is. You know, your big head has that more room to grow. A glory I will never know. You know, it's just like well, I mean, we can assume that, that all of that is like sort of like uh, anti Jay Mascus yeah, type well, thing. You know, like uh, like I think it, you know, it, like, it is. I, I was a huge dinosaur fan, dinosaur junior fan. You know. Yeah, the fir first album, and you're living all over me, or like, mm -hmm. you know, even Bug, I love Bug. Yep, they're he they're like to me huge parts of my like you know late teenagehood, college years, and uh, you know, Sebado, fantastic. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm right there with you. I mean, and the amazing thing to me is like like that seemed like such a a battle shot you know such a, a a complete shot across the bow i was like oh god they will never speak together but now you know it's like it's it's all good they're recording again they're touring together again jay jay and lou back together you know uh, well i've had similar relationships with my closest um friends in music yeah you know so i know what it's like yeah. you know i know i know what it's like to take like get in the penalty box for a year and like <laughs> 
Yeah, but you, you know, have, you, not talk to your like dearest friends because of like this and that. Like, you haven't put a takedown to music though. For well, I can't because I don't have the ability. But like, um, I mean, I, I mean, I have a. Now we're talking. What are we talking? Do 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 do. Thirty plus year relationship with a brilliant poet named David Berman, um, who's one of my dearest friends. I love him, and uh, it hasn't been pretty. You know, and like, uh, I imagine our relationships are somewhat analogous, you know, but, uh, who, who knows, who knows, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a blessing. It's a blessing to me to met that guy when I was 18 years old, you know, it's been a huge influence on, uh, David Berman's been a huge influence on, on my musical experience. Well, maybe Uh, I'll I'll play a silver juice song. I I won't play one that I'm on because that's trashy, but. Um, well, I might though. Th- that's, yeah, you're, you're more than welcome to. Th- that's yeah. you know you know how I like the themes. I don't have a theme this week. I had a theme in a recent show, protest songs. I, I'm mulling over a theme of 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 my favorite songs featuring Bob Nastanovich. So maybe it's some. Okay, well I'll tell you the ones by the Silver Jews in which I didn't drum worth a crap on. <laughs> okay. Wait, wait, wait. Meaning you didn't drum at all, or you, your drumming is is not worth a crap. No, no, like occasionally my drumming was not worth the crap, and occasionally it was. Okay, fair enough. So well, what, what's your, what, enough about, enough about uh, me. Hell with me. Yeah. What's your, ne- what's your next song? My next song, so I, I went 1964. I'm going to go back even eight, eight years further, 1956, and uh, we're going to play some jazz. Uh, I, I said I was going to play some jazz. We've kind Departure. of flirted Departure. with jazz a little bit. This is a classic, absolute classic. This is not a buried song. If you know anything about jazz, this is this is one of. If I were to tell you, or anyone who needs to start building a jazz collection, Mister Ghost agrees. He's a jazz bow. Yeah, you gotta get. Sonny Rollins, Saxophone Colossus, one of the greatest jazz records ever made. And the song I'm going to play is the lead track off of it. It's called uh, St. Thomas. It's got Max Roach on drums, Tommy Flynn. Oh, come on. You, you know Max Roach? No, of course. No, yeah. I mean, yeah. I've, watched, I've watched his yeah. videos of him drumming. Yeah. I mean, guys like from another planet. Right, exactly. Um, Tommy Flanagan on piano, Doug Watkins on bass, uh, just an amazing, amazing quartet, an amazing record. This is not like deep jazz stuff. I'll do that on a future show. This is kind of setting the stage. This is just a beautiful, beautiful song. Um, so yeah. How long is this in case somebody needs to go to the fridge and get a beer? <laughs> it is just so, just shy of seven minutes, but be sure you're back for, for Max Roach's uh, drum solo. That's all I'll say. I'm close to my fridge, mate. Okay. Yeah. You, you got plenty of time. All right. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll kick it off. Sonny Rollins, 1956, St. Thomas on Three Songs Pod. For the Virgin Islands? <laughs> kind of. Thank you. 
Sonny Rollins. Whoa, I'll tell you what. Who played the keys on that? <laughs> Tommy Flanagan. Woo. <laughs> and uh, I'll tell you what, Max Roach, I hope there's like a, an instructional video on the internet on how to tune your drums. Beautiful, like, when huh? You can't, when, you, when you can't drum very well, Gary Young taught me how to tune. Yeah. And did a, did a decent job. But uh, those drums, they're tuned perfect. Yeah. Woo. Beautiful. And I'm not even going to talk about Sonny. Sonny, yeah. No, it's just like that song smokes. And that's... I don't know. You know I don't even really have much to say. Though, like um, the thing about like they can, like they can get away with seven minutes, like because they're like showing off all like the brilliance of all the artists involved. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and that's kind of a tight seven minutes. You know, that was like there was a little oh, no, bit of no, yeah. soloing, oh, they're, but they're not. Was, yeah. I guarantee you, live that's ten. Yeah, oh, yeah, at least, yeah. at least. Uh, but yeah. anyways, I divulge. Beautiful. I'm gonna, beautiful I'm gonna song. go into a, a whole different kind of. Um, jam one that i imagine most of our listeners if they're listening have heard it's by a band from oakland yeah uh, i guess yeah originally based in oakland uh it's from an album called Fuggy divas and vogue yeah and uh we'll talk about it afterwards but you know it's another departure i love this song free your mind by en vogue Prejudice. Wrote a song about it? Like to hear it? Here it go. Free your mind!
Just when I thought I knew you, Bob. Just when I thought I had you pigeonholed, you bust out some in vogue. Well, you know, Terry Ellis, Don Robinson, Cindy Heron, and Maxine Jones, okay? Yeah. So, like, free your mind. The rest will follow. Be, cl- be colorblind, don't be so shallow. Be colorblind, don't be so shallow. That's a good message. That's a great message. Simple message. I was asked yeah. once, like, uh, I believe it was 94 by a music journalist, like, if you could open for any band in the world, who would it be when I was in pavement and... You know, I think they were expecting a clever answer like Can or Sun Ra Orchestra. Like <laughs> Sun Ra actually fixed my car in Le- Lexington, Virginia, with his music. Um, wow! Yeah, at a Plymouth Champ, I, it had vapor lock, and like it, the thing was dead. There's no way it was getting that thing back to Charlottesville. And uh, his music, I went out, and the thing thing were great. I, I'd like to think that it was his music, but that's beside the point. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I wanted to play with En Vogue is because I, I knew how to play the cowbell. I air cowbell on that song so many times. And like, unlike you mentioning who played the keys on the last tune, we'd have to look at the liner notes to see who played the cowbell on that. Right. right. And like, it, it's not easy. No. But uh, anyway, to me, that song kicks some serious butt. It it so. does. And, and there's some there's some big old guitar solo going on toward the end uh just some... you told me to buy some irma earlier for my dj set i will yeah and the next time you're djing make sure you're you're walking in with a 12 inch of that song okay i will e- easy <laughs> done and done done and done yeah. Wait, of, yeah. of course it makes me th- i can't hear that even so when like that song was like new spin a sunny sherrick song yeah. go ahead and hit him with Enbo. yeah absolutely <laughs> you'll get some high fives at the DJ booth, mate. <laughs> you know, I can't hear that song and and not think of Funkadelic, of course, you know. Free well, your, sure. Free you can't your... think of a hundred things. I mean, like... Right. You know. But... Uh, it's pop music. Like, free, everybody's heard that one. Free your mind and your ass will follow. Uh, which, yeah. you know, obviously was the inspiration for that In Vogue tune. Well, uh, in a lot of ways, but they, you know, they twisted it into their own anthem. They did. They it's a positive did. anthem about, like, you know, race relations in this country, yeah. which is a prescient thing. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. it's too prescient. Well, I mean, you know. These days. Like, that's why I'll be spinning that this Saturday. Yeah. All right. Well, uh. Got to get some good vibes going on. Yeah, yeah. Oakland. In a lot of ways. Oakland Embrace in the house. Oakland. That's right. I'm, I'm going to keep yeah. it on the West Coast. I'm going to go a little further north. I'm going to start the campaign now. Bring the Raiders back to Oakland right now. There you go. Let's go ahead. Bring, bring them back. <laughs> yeah. Jack Tatum. Jack Tatum was framed. Uh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I've, got his, I've got his card in my fridge. Man. Yeah? Oh, yeah. there you go. Uh yeah, well, that's you know beside the point. That but. is beside the point. What's your next point? tune? Uh, I'm going to go up a little further north, up the coast to Portland, Oregon. We've talked about Portland, of course. I spent a lot of time in Portland, lived there for years and years. And what years did you live there? What um, years there? Well, I lived from 2000 to 2013. Uh, Same bef- as my time in Louisville, pretty much. Okay. Well, no, like well, I was there from. From 93 to... So, same duration. Yeah. So, I was... From 93 to 2000, I was in Eugene. So, I was in Oregon for about 20 years. Um, And 
this song that I'm going to play, well, actually, I'll, I'll, I'll back it up a little bit. This is actually from a 7-inch, but it's, it's from The Wipers, their first album. If you were, you know, to just say, what's your favorite? You know, I mean, when I lived in Portland, people would, would talk about, like, oh, your favorite Portland band. Favorite, favorite. Wipers are my favorite Portland band. This album, the first album, is this real favorite album ever recorded in Portland, Oregon. Um, one of the, my favorite albums ever recorded flat Come out. On. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, you know, and of course, Kurt Cobain championed the wipers recorded huge influence on him. Huge yeah, influence. absolutely. Recorded return of the rat for the wipers tribute record recorded D seven for appeal session. All, you know, those, those have gotten released and, you know, it gave the wipers some attention. There's some, fantastic stuff by all means check out the early wipers especially greg sage he's now living in um, arizona i believe but uh you know the early wipers stuff I, I think is some of the best punk rock out there you know just very good original um just, well if you meet anybody who's originated on the, on the left coast he'll tell you the same thing yeah yeah it's you it's know. you know i mean I don't know. I'm, I'll play it. We can talk about it more, but let's let it speak for itself. Yeah, this is de- definitely, definitely. This is uh, this is a short one. I, I went with a, a seven minute, almost seven minute song. Last one. This one I think barely even touches a ninety seconds, but uh, it makes I'm the most of the it. Same. It makes the same. most of it. So it's uh, it's the wipers. Telepathic love is the tune. Here we go. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> slice, slice of punk. Slice of punk. You know that song, right? Sure. Yeah. I haven't heard it in 20 years plus. <laughs> yeah, well, it was. You know, Greg says that, like, uh, I think it was an Enigma photo. Like, the photo I always looked at of him was very intimidating. He had a headband on. He looked very intimidating. Yeah. You saw him, right? You saw him play. No. Unfortunately, yeah, I never yeah. saw the wipers. I never saw the wipers. Um, you know, me because neither. by the time I was in Oregon, he was already in Arizona. I don't think they were touring much. Why, the, why would you go to Arizona? I mean, like, do you like I don't the even heat? Know. I don't know. Maybe he was just so tired of 
the rainy Portland winters. He just oh, said, "Oh, those things. I yeah, gotta yeah, get. Yeah. I gotta yeah. get out." I was there for six weeks of one of those. They yeah. weren't bad. Yeah, you know, and they get old. He wanted the sunshine to hit his back. I guess so. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but I love the Wipers. That that whole first album, you know, the second album too. Yeah, it's great. Voice of on, is he still like do stuff? Or like, yeah. is he just like a do- I think so. I mean, he he's got a record label. He's been putting out some of the old Wipers stuff and rarities and live shows and things. I I don't know if he's recorded or released any new records, but uh, he's still around. He's still he's still. You know, he's got his label. He's hanging out in Arizona. What's his label like? Do you have any idea? Um, God, I forget the name of it. It's uh, Zeno Records, I think is the name of it. Z-E-N-O. Um, yeah. But uh, it's it's mostly a reissue label. You know, he's reissuing the stuff that he has the rights to. So oh, good, cool. f- good for him. Yeah. Okay, well, basically the message is, like, go back and listen to the Wipers because they were great. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, there, and there's tons of it, and they're a huge influence on a lot of bands, including Nirvana and tons of other bands. Well, and, you know, their second album, um, Youth of America, the, the oh, yeah. t- title track is like 10 minutes long. I mean, we talk about like, I don't know, can you name any 10-minute long punk songs? I mean, not off the top of my head. Yeah, well, that's one, and it's good. The whole, okay. it's like driving, like just like no filler you know it's it's a classic absolutely so they classic. were like a relentless punk rock relentless band. punk rock band yeah. yeah yeah sort of like the way dead moon's like a relentless garage band with yeah it, it's like if achilles last stand by led zeppelin if that were a punk rock song you know it just goes on and on and on oh, and on oh. well thank god i don't know that one but uh, you don't know that one no i don't know that one it's, but i'm gonna play one by marine girls uh, recorded in 1982 off their album Beach Party. They're a band that originated in Hertfordshire in England. And uh, they only existed for a few years. Uh, Tracy Thorne, who went on to be in Everything But The Girl, was in the band. And it's a good way to say goodnight. And uh, we love the fact that you listen to this show, and we hope that you come back always. And uh, this is a great farewell song. All right. Yeah. 
beautiful. A great way to close down the when bar. When my parents first left home, uh, they did. Uh, uh, sorry. Oh, yeah, that. hit us with some more stuff. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I got to give a shout out to my friend Gina Hartman, who played on that. And uh, she's fantastic and a huge influence on everything I listen to these days. Now, so. that's, that's a beautiful song. I, I know of the band and I know Tracy Thorne and I know everything but the girl, but I, I'm, I have to say, I'm oh, woefully deep, ignorant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Ghost is chiming in, too. He'll yeah. agree. He'll agree. Uh, I'm woefully get ignorant. Of, yeah. Get you a cup of uh, Marine Girls Beach Party. Yeah, you should. Yeah. Christmas is around the corner, Mikey. Oh, it is, isn't it? Yeah, we're already in October. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. I already, I already bought the Renderers album, so don't buy me that. You did. I know. <laughs> it's fantastic. And it's yeah. funny, you sent me a picture of it. I had no clue that it had been issued on vinyl. So I uh, I I plunked down and, and purchased it. It's 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 in it's in the post, as they say. Uh, I should have hey, the yeah, there you go. Yeah. as the Marine Girls would say. Yeah, um, but good uh, show, mate. Good I, show, that mate. was that was fun. I liked it, uh, and uh, I learned you know I learned some stuff about you, Bob. Uh, I I didn't realize how big an In Vogue fan you were. I love that album, Funky Divas. Yeah. That's I bought great. it on cassette in a thrift store about six years ago, and I was like, man, I love this band. I loved all their videos back then, and I love this album. And it's a great way to drive back and forth from Des Moines to Altoona. I love it. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, thank you, Bob. It's always a, a pleasure. It's always fun. And thanks, everyone, for listening. We couldn't do this without you. It's Three Songs Podcast. I'm Mike Hogan. We'll see you in a couple of days. I'm yeah. Bob Nasanovich. That's right. We'll do this again soon. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Mike. <laughs>